The podcast you are listening to is part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinestudios.com. And I think you think to think you don't like me, but you know I know that's untrue. And as you think about what I think, I know I'm thinking of you. And I th- Hi, everyone, and you're listening to the Psych Analysis Podcast, the podcast where we talk about psych episode by episode with Heidi and Dan, who haven't seen the show yet, and Kim and I, who are crazy fans. Uh, welcome. So I'm Tabs. And I'm Heidi. And I'm Kim. And I'm Dan. And this is the podcast where we're discussing Season 1, Episode 5, Nine Lives. Hi. This is Faith the Vampire Slayer, bringing you your episode recap for Season 1, Episode 5, Nine Lives. Sean claims a psychic connection with the cat so he can continue his investigation into what he believes is a murder but that the police have labeled a suicide, and the link he finds to a hotline may involve one of SVPD's own officers. So, everybody's first thoughts about the episode. I'm off. <laughs> Yay. That was a would you care to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Kitty. Cute. <laughs> Sean and Kitty. Cute. Well, they're hitting right. all the uh all the all the psychic points. <laughs> now moving down to uh to Cat Whisperer. Right. Mm-hmm. What, what did they have what did they have before this? Uh a seance as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, they're hitting all the uh, they're hitting all the big topics. I'm waiting for the um, the palm reading. We had the palm the, reading. Uh, he did that. They had palm reading. I mm-hmm. missed that. How about the the dial of psychic? I guess they tried that one in this one as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Psychic. Huh? Yeah. What and other hitting, good psychic? Hitting all the are? yeah the cliches. <clears throat> it's true. Yeah. There are, and and there are more, but we are not there yet. <laughs> he could be a he could be a television psychic. Ah. Oh yeah. That's right. We need that. We need TV psychic. Mm-hmm. Any other impressions? I mm. loved this episode. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. Um, it was kind of nice to see like an actual oh crap a murder's gonna happen. We gotta go fix it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. little action in there. Mm-hmm. I love Buzz. Buzz was pretty good, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Pretty all right. I'm happy with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Happier than Lassiter. I'm always happier with anybody than I am with Lasseter. Poor <laughs> <laughs> I think did Lasseter? No, it's the next one. Oh, um, I, there was something I, I was. Uh, ooh, was this that part for it? There was something I was. <laughs> hush. There was something I was thinking about. Um, the the guy that writes, the guy that wrote this episode wrote both Lasseter and Sean's dad very similarly. They kind of. Well, you know, when Buzz went up to Lasseter and was asking for advice about performing on his wedding night, which I can only assume they're going out to a karaoke bar or something afterward. I don't know totally. what that's about. Yeah, that's... But um, hey, Lasseter seemed exactly like Sean's dad there for a minute. Just the mannerisms. I guess that wouldn't be the writer. That'd be the actor. Whatever. There was... It was interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't have any other first impressions I really want to share here. <laughs> I have second impressions. Right. <laughs> I have like six impressions, but right. no. How many times have you watched this? <laughs> Actually, I've seen this. I've seen this episode <clears throat> a lot. Um, not as much as the next one, weirdly, but a lot. So, oh, I guess, yes. 
that is one impression I could I could definitely throw out here is that um, I'm like, wow, this is season one, <laughs> like, because I didn't necessarily watch the season the the series in order, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> you know, I'm just sort of surprised that this is a season one episode. There's, it's just, I I would agree. <laughs> I can see where you're coming from entirely. For season one, this is doing fantastic. Even for, you know, for a later season, this is doing fantastic. This is a good episode. It is a good episode. It is, and it's only episode five. It's like, wow. I got one for you. Um, I was wondering about the... When you are recording with an animal, it's got to be a pain in the butt. Well, first off, you got to use stock sounds all over the place. But, uh, I mean, for instance, that cat meowing sound is everywhere in every movie ever. Um, but there were a few places where, I don't know, like the cat yawning and smacking his, do cats have lips? Smacking his lips? Whatever. There was one bit where <laughs> the stock sound seemed to fit really well, and I'm wondering, did they put a PCM on that cat? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Some of them seemed pretty all right. So, I don't know. Things seem to match up really well. Uh, for season one, it has a lot of polish. Right. The writer is Andy Berman, who's also an actor, and if you saw his face, I think you'd really recognize him. Um, but he was uh, in Invader Zim, which made me really happy. <laughs> so I'll pay attention to whenever Andy Berman is writing an episode and see if Laster acts like, uh, what's his face? Right. What is Sean's dad's name? I am so bad with Henry. Him. Henry. So yeah, if he, you know, Henry. It'll be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Dan, I actually wrote that down this time because I couldn't remember it either. <laughs> awesome. I, I did forget how small of a part he plays in these early episodes as well. Um, but yeah. Yeah, he's pretty much just in the flashbacks for the most part. Right. With Liam. I did like I did like the serial bit, though, I have to say. Right. Teaching Sean how to turn the box upside down to get the prize. Oh, I wanted to ask about that. So there is this, this bugged me a little bit. You know how usually people will say something metaphorical and then like later in the episode, uh, whoever it was said to thinks, hmm, what if I took that metaphor literally and everything works out? Kind of like, you know, house. if, well, <laughs> sure, house. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I was thinking, in this case, the turn upside down. Sometimes, Sean, you gotta turn the problem upside down so that it's right side up. They started literally. They're like, oh, you gotta turn the cereal box upside down to get the prize, which is now right side up. And then Sean took it to mean a metaphor? Yes. When they were looking at that big board right. of all the clues and they, 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 they moved the guy's picture. What are you doing? I'm turning things upside down so the problem is right side up. No, you're not. You're moving a photo. You're not doing anything like that. You're taking something literal and turning it into a metaphor. Nothing makes sense. What was that? Why did they do that? It was their creative take on it. Yeah. It's not They're the same old thing. They're subverting the genre. Maybe if, you know, he had to flip the picture upside down and, like, the guy was pointing to the killer, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a long stretch, but he's at least taking a metaphor and turning it literal. They took something literal and made it metaphorical and I don't know. It's freaking me out. It's <laughs> playing with my heartstrings. Aww. I don't know how I feel about. It. Well, anyway, I, want, I was just saying I love Liam. He's awesome. The um, kid, the kid that plays, plays Sean. little Sean. Yeah, he he did do that really well. That one line. This is not happening to me. That's a hard line. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. He's fantastic. I love him, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and I and I think. It's a different kid in the 
pilot at least. I'm not sure if when it becomes Liam. I wanted to ask about that, but I figured it you is. guys with the internet slap me, you know, because I can't pay attention yeah. to names. Like, oh, it's not the same character. Oh, no, the the Lazarus partner now isn't the same one in, in the pilot. And just stuff like that. that <laughs> well, that is definitely true as well. But no. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, that Liam is the, the um, he's not in every single one. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this because I was thinking about the annoying one growing up too fast. Like, right. in Buffy, he was supposed to be around for a lot longer, but he grew up too fast. And you can't mm-hmm. have the kid, and a kid vampire be older than he's supposed to be. <laughs> That's right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then I was thinking about in Supernatural, we see kid versions of... of um, Dean and Sam, but it's very short and they switch actors a couple times too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, wow, what bravery to write in that we're going to have a flashback to Sean's childhood every, almost every episode. I think we've, a couple of these have not had one, but mm-hmm. knowing that the kid's going to have to grow up and then we're going to have to get another actor. Mm, and I'm looking him up and it looks like he has a series he's in. Another series that he's in. Oh, had no idea. Yeah, the first time I saw him, I looked him up because I thought that he was <laughs> one of the actors that had played young Sam. Oh, uh, kind of looks like him, but it, it wasn't. Does, him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's in Fringe though. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we can get into that later. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what was everyone's favorite scene or least favorite scene? What was working in this episode? The singing. I know! <laughs> that must have been hilarious to film when he's in the office singing that musical song. I, you know the music wasn't in the background, which means he had to acapella that. I know! Dazzle and... How does that go? Dazzle and... Stretch. 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 Yes. <laughs> so awesome. That must have been ridiculous. <laughs> oh, so fun, though. And I like that we've carried over the read the wrong part of the newspaper. Right. right. Joke. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and then he sits on Lassiter's lap. Yes. Sean, get off my lap. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Mm-hmm. Love it. Was the, was the really awkward scene with Lassiter just before that with uh, Lassiter and Buzz? It, when they were in the building? Yeah, or no, 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 when, on the wedding night. when Buzz wanted to know about the, yeah, the wedding night. Uh, so, it might have been, yeah. I don't mean to be a broken record. Not only is Lasseter a dick, he's apparently a stick in the mud. Oh, we're talking <laughs> about sex. Men don't do that. <clears throat> Men are all red meat and cars. What is, what is with this guy? <laughs> also, he dated a girl with a nose ring and thought it was crazy. What is with Lasseter? <laughs> Lasseter's... What do you think is up with Lassiter? Just, everything is wrong with him forever. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lassie. Poor Lassie. Yeah, what, what do you... Yeah, exactly, though. What do you think is wrong with him? You guys are doing that thing I do to my students. <laughs> I'm, I'm You're telling me that Lassiter has a deep-seated emotional issue with psychics because his mom was a psychic and predicted <laughs> something that didn't happen. I don't know. Something like that. You're doing that thing. You're telling me there's something behind Lasseter and it's going to come out in 
season two. Or We're not actually, it's, you know, Dan, that may be how you teach. <laughs> 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 it's not how I teach. No. <laughs> well, you know, the, the uh, thing is... It's hard not to be leading. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be leading, and we don't want to, like, spoil you at all. But Mostly it's not... It's, we just want to know what you think about Lassie. Oh, right. well, um, besides he's a dick, because I know broken record and all, I, this is kind of like the first time, I think it's the first time we get to see that he's actually a straight-up stick in the mud, too. I mean, he thinks that, oh, girls with nose rings are crazy, oh, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I did an actor, she was crazy, wore a nose ring, that sort of thing. Right. And when somebody comes up for advice, oh, sure, advice. You want advice about sex? I don't want to talk about my dick in the workplace. It's just like, all right, he's just really well, sticking muddy. But you know that he... Like, even Buzz says it, like, you're still married, right? Like, still married? That's know? true. So, in Lassie's defense, <laughs> feels odd to say, but it is sort of a sticking point for him. You know, like, right. I'm not sure if I were, you know, in a not-so-great situation with my marriage... And somebody came up and asked me advice about their wedding night. I'm I'm not sure I'd be super receptive to that. I I might be a little pissy. <laughs> the psychoanalysis, where we bash marriage and talk about manly men. All right. <laughs> right. No, I mean I'm not being the only person here who is married. <laughs> you know, I mean. I'm just saying, if I weren't doing so well in my marriage, I probably would not be thrilled about counseling somebody who's going to be getting married. Especially somebody who you don't really seem to be good friends with. Right. <laughs> just saying. It's, talking, it's, about, talking about performing on wedding nights with somebody that you hardly know. It's a very awkward conversation to have anyway. Mm-hmm. And then to, to you know add insult to injury that you're sort of stewing about your broken marriage. Yeah. It's just not the best scenario is all. <laughs> Something just occurred to me. He's in a marriage, but wasn't his partner in the pilot his girlfriend? Uh-huh. Yes, I can't believe yes. that took me this long. <laughs> <laughs> now, Matt, maybe you'll have a little more understanding as to where Lassiter's coming from. Okay, can we go back to the little boy cat who's awesome? Back to the little boy <laughs> Yes. Somebody else give me a favorite character scene. Adorable. I love the little boy cat in the backseat of the car. Did you or notice the there was a... When he pees on the pants. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I like when he's sitting in the front seat and Gus is in the back. Yes. <laughs> Despite what Lasseter says, he's not my new partner, Gus. <laughs> then why is he sitting in the front seat? <laughs> Watch what the quotes, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we find out that it's Gus's company car. I think that's the first time that you said that. Yes. It's not his car. Which leads me to believe who in pharmaceutical sales thought that was a great idea for a car. I know. <laughs> and I I liked it. Oh, and I can't no, I can't talk about the car. Anyway. The blueberry. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Has it been named yet? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> Um, one of my favorite scenes was Gus and Sean looking at the apartment. 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> hilarious. And Gus, Gus doesn't even, you know, when the brother asks who they are or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, we're partners." Right. Not even, it. not even thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the bit later though when Sean comes back and he's like, oh, "Shower for two. Yes. <laughs> And then he explains why he said that later. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just to see Gus's reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is too funny. Yeah. And Gus is the smart guy, but he steps in every single trap Sean makes. Every single one. <laughs> yes, true. The, the one at the beginning of the episode where, uh, oh, I just want to talk about you. By the way, we're at a crime scene. Every single trap Sean places, Gus steps in it. Mm-hmm. But he's a smart guy. We'll be sitting at the... At the uh, at the police station. Oh, he, Lester, he can't hear you. He's having an episode. Right. That was that was Gus improvisation. Mm-hmm. So he's just blind as sin when it comes to Sean's little traps. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I think it's awesome. It's cool seeing their you know responses to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Sean is kind of corrupting Gus a little bit too because first he protests opening the phone bill. And then um, after Sean does his little psychic thing and says he's just going to read it on his forehead, then he's telling him, oh, just hurry up and do it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I have another favorite scene. Gus calling in to the, <laughs> to the stress line. Yes. <laughs> to the best, most awesomest stress line helper ever. <laughs> You can't think. You can't think of how beautiful your body would be floating in the. Like, it's like I, I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to drown. <laughs> you know, and it's interesting that Gus thinks of this as a hobby. Because mm. he says, you know, like I don't want to. Maybe I should get a different hobby. <laughs> so, true story. Yes, their uh, their tiny closet office is entertaining. <laughs> I love that Sean got a poster for it. I think that is awesome. <laughs> That's so great, <laughs> and a little kitty poster yes, too. Yes, cute. Right. Theme. Just hang in there. Just hang in there, poster. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's which so is funny because I just read about it. a joke about it in this book I was reading, and I and I was like, hey, it's the hang in there poster. <laughs> <laughs> even my day today. And, of course, it had a kitten on it. I yes. love that theme in this episode. Yes. Kitten. <laughs> <laughs> he's channeling. Love- he's channeling the cat. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. I loved all of Sean's psychic stuff this episode. Like, when he's having his first vision and he's hugging Lassiter's leg. And then <laughs> he is... And he uses the... Um, the three creams and four sugars to yes. to yeah. have the cat. Yeah. <laughs> the cat's worried about and it. Juliet is like, really? <laughs> yeah, is that really what you put in your coffee? So bad for Lassiter there. I was like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Dude, Juliet has a tough role. I Just in general. I She's uh, part of the time she is with Lassiter. You know, case closed. Part of the time she is uh, on Sean's side, you know, where she's kind of encouraging him for the psychic thing. And another good part of the time she's just goofy as sin. And she has these little bitty lines. I bet that was a pain in the butt to do a little uh, character analysis. That just must have been a bear. 
<laughs> okay, well, I know I got a billion, but I want to hear your guys' first. What was everybody's favorite character moments? I think uh, Sean climbing the telephone pole with the cat. Or no, Gus climbing the telephone pole. I'm thinking of the tree for some reason in the next episode. Um, <laughs> with the cat just sitting there watching and and Sean like goading him on to climb all the way up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I missed the cat in that scene. Yeah, the cat, like the very first scene, the first thing you see is the cat sitting there, like laying in the grass, and then it's Sean, and then it's Gus. Totally with the mat. Um, yeah, I loved the stuff with the cat. I thought it was great. Um, especially two things that come to mind are when, uh, you know, Sean is constantly defending the cat to Gus. Yes. You know, it's like. He's much more comfortable in your car, <laughs> you know. Um, or and I also really like the bit at the end when he gives the cat to Buzz. Yes, though I have to make a note to everyone: giving pets as gifts not a good idea. Oh, it's like yeah. don't do Buzz that in had- real life. <laughs> it's like giving somebody a cell phone. <laughs> you know, like here's a cell phone, and they'll be billing you monthly. Yes, Woo! exactly. Yeah. Buzz- Come on, Buzz had a look on his face like I don't, I don't want a cat. Totally <laughs> had the look. Although, did you see like how tiny the cat looked in his hands? Aww. It was so adorable. Aww. Well, of course, because they can't keep the cat because Gus has to have a girl cat that's going to have kittens. It's yes. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Pickles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Though I don't think cats could get married outside of Boston. <laughs> oh, um, they can't. Legislation in Vermont. Oh, there you Just go. Just went through. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we know. <laughs> uh, I really like the cereal bit at the end with Sean and Gus. I thought that was brilliant and how, like, Gus is all excited and proud of his life now after his running with the phone, <laughs> phone <laughs> stress operator from hell. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then the whole time Sean had his ring. Yeah. <laughs> you need to say something soothing. Quick. Hurry up. <laughs> and I love the little the little note that, like, Gus Gus had timed out the bull so he would get the prize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. See, Sean's dad, he, he taught him some very... Mean. <laughs> Very important things to know in life. Yes. I mean, there it's would funny. not be a show if he hadn't been mean. It's true. But it was mean to Gus. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I remember the first time that um, that they stopped putting cereal prizes in the bottom of the bag. You know, it used to be right. you'd pour cereal out of the bag and the prize would fall out with yeah. the cereal. You might accidentally eat it. And then I remember there was this one time I ate this whole bowl of cereal. I was really excited for the prize and nothing came out. And I was all mad and I pulled out the bag and they taped it to the inside of the box. Uh-huh. Totally took the fun out of it. Totally Why didn't. would they do that now? I don't know. Course, now it's all internet codes. and Yeah, <laughs> now there's, there's nothing even in the box. So. Yeah, that's really annoying. Remember when you used to open up a Coke and win a new Coke? Right. Bring yeah. it to the yeah. And you just bring coke. the lid in. Yeah. Now you got codes? All right, that's off topic. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> At least, Here's... you know, McDonald's Monopoly thing is still. <laughs> oh, that was enjoyable. Here's one. Um, uh, Sean, have you guys noticed he's, I, I don't know, maybe it's like just started or I'm just noticing it. 
he totally has modes now. He's got like psychic mode where he's trying to be all very soothing with people. And oh, did you know this as well? And he's got the um, trying to mess with Gus mode where he talks very quick with a completely straight face and all sorts of other modes. I want to start keeping track of his modes because it's kind of <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, the, yeah he does, I, I did notice that he does, talks really fast sometimes when he's talking to Gus and totally deadpanned. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, is that a joke? Oh, yes, it was. That was hilarious. <laughs> I would be interested to know if he has like a Lassie mode and a Juliet mode and a Vic mode and a Henry mode. And yeah, mm-hmm. that would be pretty neat. Uh, I'm I'm almost thinking like, uh, you know, that one uh, that one line where he's stumbling over the word appendages. This cat's got more integrity in his paw than in most people's appendages in their whole appendages that sort of thing yes it, it, he totally broke mode it's like that's the sean i haven't seen before <laughs> i wonder if that was actually a flub i wonder if the actor messed it up and they would decide to keep it in there huh i don't know oh, yeah. That's, yeah it's entirely possible <laughs> <laughs> they could have just been like that's so funny we're keeping it right yeah so um this kind of a character moment uh Gus did not know Buzz's name, and Buzz did not know Gus's, <laughs> Gus's name. name. That's true. <laughs> I did not make that connection. I didn't. <laughs> That's funny. I, and it's funny, though, their attitudes about it, because Gus was kind of pissy in general uh, in both sides of mm-hmm. that interaction. Uh-huh. And Buzz was just very jovial. Yes. Buzz is always jovial. <laughs> it's true. Unless he's trying to kill himself. <laughs> oh. Was this his debut? No, no, he was in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Remember He's when Sean Sean noticed that he was uh, learning dance moves because of a wedding? Ah, uh, okay, mm, that's that guy. right. Mm-hmm. So that's how we knew that it was, you know, like when Sean walks up and it's like, "How's the weight loss for the wedding?" And yeah, love that jazz. It's you know still related back to the pilot, mm-hmm. which is yeah. great. I love that they keep pulling out these people from the pilot because a lot of shows don't do that. It's just like, oh, what happened to that character? No idea. Yeah. Some yeah. they were better if they're in the pilot. They Truth were just all. in the pilot. <laughs> Didn't Joe and Bonnie used to have a son? Right. <laughs> Seriously, did that. So annoying. It's like there was a sister in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how many people thought that the guy who ran the telephone operator line, stress line, was the bad guy? No way. Too easy. Too easy. <laughs> but do you know who he is? I, no. No? Come on. He's in Buffy, Angel, and Firefly. Oh, wait. Wait then. Hang on. I got this. I remember him in Firefly. He's the guy that held the gun to Simon's head in the pilot yes. or something. And Mal had a fantastic bit where mm-hmm. he walks in and just shoots. Oh, what was he in, in Buffy? He was a he was, I want to say he was a bad guy, but he was like a baddie of the week. This is going to bother me, and I'm going to blurt it out probably during like the pineapple bit. Go to somebody. <laughs> yes, he was Lou Dobbs in the pilot of Firefly. He was also Kevin in Anne, the guy who has a little crazy cult. Um, it turns the out to guy- be a demon. Uh, the crazy cult. That he, yeah, that the Buffy smashes him and oh, says she was I like. I thought you were talking about the tele. I thought you were talking about the. Oh, when you said telephone guy, I thought you ta- were talking about the bad guy, but you're talking about the. 
the yeah. operator, the Terrence. owner. Yeah, I was Terrence, big T. I like you changed characters mid sentence in there. <laughs> no, no, no. I said the owner of the the owner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got it. I missed that piece. I was like, I do not remember the guy, the killer being in all of these things. Why do I not remember? No, now no, I got it. Yeah, Terrence, big T. Yes, yes. And then um, he was in the bachelor party for that demon in angel. Huh. Right. Huh. I guess I did not recognize him at all. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the very first time I watched it, I'm like, Oh, he's the bad guy. He's got to be the bad guy. Cause he's a bad right. guy. <laughs> he's the bad guy and everything. I remember that too. Yeah. I know him specifically from Anne, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They really got me on this one. I did not see it coming at all. And they pretty much had to spell it out for me. Cause when they showed the, little coat hanger thing and in the apartment I was like wait that's the brother wait oh wait <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm yeah yeah it was a surprise at least I don't know not this time I, my uh I I had an idea for it but and I think it would have probably gone better if they'd written it my way it was Lassie it was a cat <laughs> it was a cat <laughs> yeah the cat made the old man eat a bunch of pills Cats are evil. They are not evil. Go you ever ahead. wonder why people don't put leashes on cats? They want them to run away. Aww. <laughs> you are talking, talking to three yeah. girls who all have yeah. two cats apiece. Right. And you guys are miles away from me. What are you going to do? Actually, I'm a I cat am person. not don't worry about miles it. away from you, Dan. <laughs> all right. Now it's time for our favorite quotes. You better not steal mine. Well, why don't you go first then? Oh, man. <laughs> No, I won't go first. <laughs> you okay. go first, Dan. Go, Dan. Was this one was this one really that quotable? Yeah. Yeah. I have three. <laughs> I am stalling for time so bad right now. Bad is the key word. Well, I don't... Okay, fine. I'll go first. Yay! <laughs> Here's a good opener. Hi, I'm Gus, and I have a deep-seated jealousy for a tiny little boy cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much any of the lines with the words boy cat in them. Yes. <laughs> True. Oh, this one. Um, I'd like to talk to that cat. <laughs> as soon as he's finished licking himself. <laughs> Man, I'm jealous. Uh, my favorite was O'Hara saying, that's amazing. How'd you do that? And Lasseter saying, it was a lucky guess. And Sean saying, don't you get tired of saying that? <laughs> I think I was most gratified when Lasseter turned around and said, that was adequate, Spencer. Don't thank me. Thank the little boy cat. <laughs> Screwed it up, Spencer. Screwed it up. You could have let Lasseter in. You could have let Lasseter turn into a pretty good character. I was going to be a dick forever. <laughs> I also liked uh, Gus and Sean when they're in the kitchen. And Gus says, uh, what is it? You see something? Sean says, red pepper flakes. What is it, a clue or something? <laughs> no, it's a delicious spice and exactly what my meat crop needs. <laughs> right. That one's good. What, is it all, what does this all mean? I have no idea, but I see it on numbers all the time. And it's yes, I know. I love that one. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. <laughs> also, what makes you think I would do anything to help you? From Juliet. Sean says, some would say it's the hair. <laughs> I do like Lassie sweeps in and says, who says that? 
I was waiting for Sean to answer. How about when Sean and Gus are, uh, when they just got back from the crime scene? You know, you're probably right. Of course I'm right. It's, it was probably just a suicide. Yeah. You know, it's, it was a big step admitting that, Sean. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is, how do you explain the other body? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that he has a police scanner in his back pocket. In his back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how does he hear that? <laughs> and <laughs> Gus does not hear it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the whole bit about the, and I don't have that quote, but the, the one that Heidi already brought up about the cat in the car. Yes. <laughs> he has to sit in the front seat. You know, you don't want him to throw up again, do you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love he has like a little seat. I didn't notice that the first time I watched it. He's got like a little, <laughs> a little cat seat, a little cat seat. And it's like, oh, so funny. gay for you, little boy cat. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. It's great. All right. Did everybody spot the pineapple? If you didn't in this episode, I think <laughs> you were asleep. Really? <laughs> oh, God. That friggin' pineapple. Do you know how hard I was looking for that the whole episode? <laughs> and like when the fridge went by, I paused it and looked really, really hard. And there's a freaking pineapple with a freaking bow on it. And as soon as we get the freaking 1 800 stress line place. What? <laughs> I'm so mad. Sorry. <laughs> I suggest next time just watch it through once, <laughs> then go back if you can't tell. Yes. I am so disillusioned with the pineapple right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All right, so predictions. Um, oh, and I want to point out here. Um, no, never mind. I don't want to point that out here. <laughs> I'm lying to you. Okay. I predict wedding dancing. Right. Ooh. Uh, well, in this episode, Blasseter had kind of... Uh, started to listen to Sean even though he won't admit it because he had them uh, check out the dry cleaning and other things. Yes. So I think that Lassiter will start taking them more seriously even if he doesn't believe that Sean is a psychic he at least will give him the credit though probably not to his face that <laughs> he can solve crimes. Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm going to predict that in the next episode, Heidi steals my prediction again. <laughs> you got to jump in there. Do yours first. <laughs> I'm, I've been toying back and forth with the idea of Juliet um, going totally on Sean's side or totally not on Sean's side, like totally mm-hmm. Laster style. Hmm. I, I don't really have a prediction for this yet. Just an idea, like a notion. I have a, a fetal prediction. Ah, it is okay. a forming prediction. Gotcha. <laughs> what do you predict, Kim? Um, I predict more pineapple. Yay. <laughs> I predict more frustrated Dan with the pineapple. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. I predict, I predict that in the next episode of ours... Heidi will have more to say about predictions. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, I predict that it's time to wrap up the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 
So thank you for joining us for this episode of Psych, and we'll be back soon. Bye! Bye! Bye. Analysis is a podcast about the USA Network show Psych and is part of QuadruplesZ.com and Between the Lines Studios. Stay tuned for more episodes. If you want to get a hold of us, please send emails to BetweenTheLinesStudios at gmail.com or visit our website at QuadruplesZ.com. Psychanalysis is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative work, 3.0 United States license. Grr. Gah. Yay, me. Anybody else? <laughs> oh, sorry. I was looking up the writer. The writer is... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it's not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well... You were talking about uh, this wasn't Buzz's uh, debut, but um, the pilot was his debut. I wonder who we're going to get. Uh, who we're going to get in? Can I start this one over? Yes. That sucks. <laughs> well, you never know who you're going to see in an episode, so I think we should play some. Where do I know you from? Worst segue improv ever. <laughs> it's true. It would have been better too when we already did that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, the power of editing.